0: So, good morning, welcome back, everybody. I'm very excited to start this new series with everybody. This is going to be a series called The What and Why of Prayer, and we're going to be going through three episodes a week. So, we're going to be looking at different ideas every single week. Our first episode takes us through Moadeani, our second through Natila Sedaim, and our third through Asher Yatzar as we move our way through the day. I'd like to start off by having saying a, 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 a special thank you to Autumn and Bruce Mayle, who are sponsoring today's share on the Boba Yom Yot site. Of um, of autumn's father, Mr. Walter Lido Zev Ben Moshe, so Yotzad t- is today, and uh, a person who brought a lot of cheer, a lot of positivity wherever he went. Very strong person who, is, uh, who continues to uh, influence this world. And actually, Beis Hashem today, I'm going to. T- one of the things we're learning about today is going to be very much in uh, very much in, in line with the person and the personality. He was, and continues to be, through His family. Uh, let's, let's, let's start at the very beginning. So today we're going to spend, uh, each segment of this new series is going to be about 10-15 minutes and then we move on to the next. So short, uh, yeah, the general overview is that I, looked, I thought about doing this in very many different ways. And then ultimately I think that the, the best way to do it is the following is there's going to be the first section is really actually the just the what which is just basic our details and rather than going through all the sources we're going to talk about it just uh, d- just discuss it outside basic so fact by fact put a general list and then we'll look at the why we'll look inside to see some of the sources okay so that's what we're going to do so first thing we say we say in the morning when do we say it it is interesting this is the one of the only statements that we make. It's not a bracha, because it isn't a blessing. One of the only statements that we make, which we are allowed to make in a state of, so to speak, compromise. Because a person is allowed to make this in bed. A person is actually, according to many other poskim, should be making this the first thing in the morning, even before they get out of bed. Which means that there's a level of compromise, it means to say they've not done it till your time. The person's not in a state of, so to speak, uh, full, full, full purity. But nonetheless, a person is able to say Modi'ani. Why is it that a person may say Modi'ani without Nitzilas Sadaim? So you'll notice that the the formulation of the of this statement is Modi'ani lefonecha Melech Chayvakayam. I'm thankful to you, God, Living God. Zarta bin that you returned to me my neshama, my soul, in mercy. much or great is your faith fullness. So it is interesting you notice that in the actual statement we do not mention God's name. We refer to Him. We don't mention His name, which is formulated specifically that way because it's meant to be said perhaps before one gets to any other, sta- any other statement in the day. Now it is possible, and uh, certainly speaking for myself and speaking for getting up my kids, it's very possible that the first word in one's day may not be modem. It could be, "I." it's too early. <laughs> <laughs> At, or was that the third time I heard my snooze? You know there's multiple other options as to what the, what, what, what the first words in one's day can be. But, uh, but, but modani is supposed to, meant, meant to be the first thing that a person uh, is, is supposed to say. Now what is the, the background? What's the why? There's not so many alochas that surround modani, But the why is fascinating. So it actually is patterned of, based on a pasuk in Echa. And the Pasuk, out of all places, the Pasuk says, Khadashim Labe renew or renewed in the morning, Rabbo Emunah ample or great, is your grace or your faithfulness. Which is fascinating. What about the renewal in the morning relates to faithfulness? Now the faith isn't about us. Isn't it interesting the faith is about Hashem, Hashem's faith in us. So what is why? Why, why is the morning a time to renew our Perspective and appreciation of the faithfulness of our Baruch Hu So, the number of the Mephor on Halacha talk about this So as an example, the Ketzal Shulchan HaRach, says in source 2 HaGam Lifnei Mihu Shochev No, he's he just actually finished the pre- previous Halacha is that a person, whenever, wherever they are in life they need to know in front of whom they stand So whether it would be behind closed doors or in the public eye, a person needs to be aware of Hashem So he says, and even when you lie We don't hear that as a bumper sticker so often. Know in front of whom you lie. The first thing a person should focus on is remember the kindness of Hashem. A person deposits their soul in a state of tiredness. And return and it is returned to him in a state of calmness. That a person can serve God all day. kol That's the focus of our life. What does that mean? Every day we have the renewed capacity of, of being a new person. We, are and we thank Hashem for this. It's fascinating. Now on a physical level, there's an element of renewal, right? The body metabolizes certain enzymes. We have the ability to be able to get up in the morning and be fresh. But this is not just a physical phenomenon, this is a spiritual phenomenon. The return of the soul is this, so to speak, this sort of start, this start to fresh. By the way, just to clarify what that means with the, the return of the soul. Um, we've been learning on Wednesdays uh, <coughs> that the topic in the, the, the Ramchal, in the Dara HaShem. And he explains that there are five levels of soul. There, are, there is the Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama, Chaya and And the loftier levels, the Ruach, Neshama and so on, actually are less tethered to the body. They are able to levitate, perhaps, or, ex- or, or explore the spiritual realm more, so to speak. The kite string is lengthened and then they are t- brought back and tethered back to the body. That's what happens in the morning. So the, the language is uh, is is naturally um, focused on that, which is why Sheikh zartobi nishmasi. Not that you, you return my nefesh, but nishmasi is the neshama, the higher levels. And We're going to say Eloka neshama which we'll deal with, God willing, episode four. Um, but but the notion of um, just before we go to bed, we say afkid ruhi, Hashem, I give you, a deposit my ruach. There's an element of where we're giving away. Or so to speak, allowing space for our nefesh and ruach. Sorry, our neshama and ruach to migrate. As it returns, there's an element of refresh, refreshing in the spiritual terms, which is also reflected physically as well. Which is what we're talking about. Which is what what happens. Now that so, if we're to think about this for a moment, so what is the faithfulness? What is the faithfulness that we're talking about then? In which aspect are we we acknowledging Hashem's faith? In the return, right, I mean to say the fact that God saw us fit to return, to have the neshama returned, that's the element of faith. He believes in us, in our being part of this mission. And unfortunately, we know that people don't wake up, right? There are, there are times where people don't wake up, and so the fact that we wake up in the morning and that we are conscious means to say God felt that it was important for us to be here today. Rabbi Monaster, Hashem, we thank you for your faith in us to allow us back. To allow our consciousness back, <coughs> our lashavah back into ourselves as well. But the midrash takes it further. It's not just about faith in this very this moment and me particularly. The midrash is, is to be found um, in the in Yishlach. and it is in source three, in the, where the midrash is describing the conversation had between Yaakov Avinu and the Malach. If you remember, this, they're locked in a nightly battle the night before. They're about to encounter. The, the, uh, Yaakov is about to encounter A- Esav and Yaakov has wrestled this angel to the point that the angel says to him Send me out because the dawn has broken What does he mean? Quoting our if, in the microcosmic sense, we know that Hashem finds it worthy to take a body which is essentially in a state of semi-comatose death, right? The body is not in a state of function and now there's a renewal and a wake-up. So then that tells me that there's going to be a time at the end of days where the bodies are going to also have, on a grander scale, the return of, uh, of, of, the, of the neshama to them. So therefore, what am I attesting to in the moment? I'm feeling alive. But I know that means to say that all those who are departed are also going to be renewed in life again. That's what I'm learning for. The Rabbi Munosach is projecting outwards into, a, so to speak, an axiom of faith as well. There, the Medrash goes on to say one more. Loud. Not only is it referring to resurrection of the dead, but it's referring to <coughs> redemption. This is a redemptive process of the renewal of life in a body. At this point in time, Therefore, we are talking about how this is a model for what Jewish history is going to be looking like as well. And it's interesting that finally the midrash now returns to the topic of the parasha there, but it does have relevance to us. Rabbi Chabal Bishem Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman Omar that uh, this was said in the name of Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachman, ein kat yom kat chadasha. Every day, every, uh, there's a renewed set of angels created every day who, pray, who present praise in front of Hashem. And then they move on. That's this angel was saying, it's my turn to praise. So in a certain sense, this is patterning a spiritual process upstairs as well. That's what the, the Medrashah is describing here, which is what we're saying. That means to say that every morning when, we say, when, we, when we're groaning as we try to get one foot over the edge of the, the bed, that moment in time, we're actually talking about grand ideas if we're willing to stretch ourselves that far as possible. That's what our says and his Despite its brevity, the sentence articulates it's a transformative act of faith, the recognition that life is a gift from God, life now and life begadol, life in general. Um, it is interesting, I actually just came across, the, there was, a, uh, it was an interview just a year, two years ago now, in Vanity Fair of Gal Gadot. This is when Wonder Woman first came out and what's such a beautiful, you know, that she was ranked the most, the most popular or the most well-known Israeli. Right, Which makes sense, meaning her face is on, on, uh, on, uh, across all the countries in the world, except for Kuwait, of course, um, <laughs> where they wouldn't allow the movie in. And they're right, you know why? Because she has a, good, she has a pretty good representation of certain aspects of Judaism. In the, in the interview, they, she, she talks about how lucky she feels. And so one of the things she says, I'm lucky, she tells me. I they say thank you every morning. In the Jewish culture, there's a prayer that you're supposed to say every time you wake up in the morning, thank God. And she goes on to say, you say, Moderani. Uh, which means I give thanks, she says. So every morning I wake up and step out of bed and say, Thank you for everything. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. She closes her eyes for a moment as if saying the prayer all over again. Nothing to be taken for granted. that no, is to be taken for granted. I mm-hmm. mean, think about that. It's, so, it's, 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 so, it's such a profound perspective just to, to, to have, have appreciation of, of, of the Almighty. And. Um, it, it, this actually, the Rabbi Sachs has an article on this in Parashat Tav called "Giving Thanks." He notes there was a, a remarkable study which was done called the Nun Study. It was a very, very interesting study in which they took seven hundred nuns who were re- ranging in the age group of seventy-five to one hundred and two, and they're looking for they were they were looking at their their, their health. Uh, early onset of Alzheimer's, all the, all the, the, the issues to, uh, to talk about in this particular bracket. And they asked the nunnery, this is Notre Dame here in America, um, they asked for in the 1930s when they entered the convent for their letters of, for application. Their letter, letters de- describing why it was that they wanted to enter this holy calling. And the, in fact the, the convent did give access for, for these nuns, and they were able to look at the letters uh, in their early years and compare them to their health um, um, in their later years, 60 years later. And what was fascinating is, is that they, they, they analyzed them using certain coding for looking for positive emotion, for, for words of description of love and passion, like, you know, so to speak, positive a- a effect. And they found that in fact, not only did those who had more positivity in their life, have less disease, but they had actually, they were able to quantify it in a seven year longer lifespan on average. Can you imagine that? A seven year, they they, they were, they were more willing to have exercised, they were more willing to go for checkups. The doctor, what I was fascinated about the study is that if you take a, a convent, you have a pretty much relatively controlled group. Because you don't have people, you know, you don't have the ones going for the extreme sports and the ones who are, you know, reading the books. It's all, it's all one, one, so to speak, one system. So you, you can control for all other factors. And they found that positive emotion, the perspective of thankfulness, is something which is a huge contributing factor to well-being and health. In fact, this is, a, this is famous. There is a, uh, by Dr. Dr Robert Emmons and um and Davis uh, sorry uh, and uh, um and McCullough of the University of Miami and Emory um, and uh, UC uh, UC Davis were able to uh to put together a study in which they asked a group of people for to 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 record their emotions over a ten-week period. One group was asked to record all positive aspects of gratitude in, the, in their day. Um, another group was recorded to, to ask to to to, uh, to record all things that annoyed them. And um, another group was just told to have a diary of what the, what they what they did. And they were able to measure the difference in the health and the well-being of those people ten weeks later, and there were transformative differences in terms of the positive nature of the people's days. That how healthier, their blood pressure after ten weeks well, was different because of of focusing on positive and gratitude. And Sachs, as Rah Sachs points out, at the end of here in source three, sorry, in source six and page on page three, he says the following since the publication of the Nan study in the second paragraph, and the flurry of further research it inspired, we now know that the multiple effects of developing an attitude of gratitude it improves physical health and immunity against disease. Grateful people are more likely to take physical ex- uh, to, to, to take regular exercise and go for medical checkups. Thankfulness reduces toxic emotions such as resentment, frustration, and regret, and makes depression less likely. It helps people avoid overreacting to negative experiences by seeking revenge. It tends to make people sleep better. It enhances self-respect making it less likely that you will envy others for their achievements or success. Grateful people tend to have better relationships. Saying thank you enhances friendships and elicits better performance from employees. It also is a major factor in strengthening resilience. One study of the Vietnam War veterans found that those with higher levels of gratitude suffered lower incidence of PTSD. Remembering the many things we have to be thankful for helps us survive painful experiences from losing jobs to bereavement. No, that is neither easy nor natural. We are pr- genetically predisposed to pay more attention to bad than good. Have you noticed that most reviews are negative? <laughs> it's just a natural thing. People like to give bad reviews. That's how we are doing. We are hyper alert to potential threats and dangers. It takes focused attention to become aware of how much we have to be grateful that, uh, for. That is, in different ways is the logic of prayer, of making blessings, of, sh- of Shabbos, and many other uh, elements of Jewish life. And that's why we begin the day with the word, modi I admit I'm thankful. I'm uh, thankful that that my day started off on the right way. This is this is ep- episode number one. Is understanding the per- perspective of Modiani, Trying to feel what it is that we say. Trying to say what it is that we mean every morning.